If you're buying a house that um, somebody's moving out of and they're buying something else, we've got that choo-choo train going on. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Colleen, I want to talk to you on today's show about getting and giving advice and explore some of the best pieces of real estate advice you've both received and also that you pass along or down to your clients. How's that sound? I love that. I love that. I've had some great mentors. I've received a lot of great advice. Fantastic. Yeah, I just kind of, I mean, I assume that any advice that you've received from, uh, you know, from your mentors, you're also passing down to your, uh, your clients, you know, you're like yes. not going to just hoard that info for yourself in most <laughs> of these situations, but it would just change the way I could ask you the question to vary things up a little bit. So that's the idea behind it. What's the best piece of advice that you give? We'll start with that, that you give clients about the mortgage process. Shop around. The mortgage lender is the third leg of the transaction. And so who you pick matters to the smoothness of the transaction. And just because you bank at a big bank doesn't mean you need to use them for your mortgage. And possibly ask me or whoever your trusted real estate agent is who they work with and who's done well for them. Because the agents out there that are doing a lot of transactions, they know the lenders in town that can help the client the best. That's a great point. Yeah, always helps to gather different opinions. I, I found that very helpful when we refinanced our home recently. Uh, previous home transactions, for whatever reason, I hadn't done a whole lot of shopping around. And I finally shopped around on the refinance and it helped tremendously. We got a great deal, got somebody that was easy to work with. I was glad that we took those additional steps. Good. Although Colleen, I, I got into somebody's system when we were trying to pull quotes and fill out online forms, do be careful on some of these things, and they would not stop calling me. It was, oh, dear. It was brutal. <laughs> so uh, another reason to work with local folks, too. Yeah, I you know, use your agent's advice. And sometimes I have I have buyers that are saying, I've banked with Wells Fargo for 25, 40 years, whatever, I'm using them. And okay, you know, that's your choice. And I'm not putting down, I, I've banked with Wells Fargo for thir over 30 years myself. Yeah. But when it comes to your mortgage, sometimes there's different scenarios, different loan options, different opportunities, uh, lender credits that can save you money. Keller Williams Mortgage, you know, you get your closing costs paid plus $1,000 back. There's options out there, depending on what type of buyer you are, that's going to benefit you more. That's a great point. I remember uh, specifically looking at some of those big banks and just going, wow, how is this possible that I can save thousands and thousands of more dollars with, with another option, you know? And mm -hmm. uh, I think maybe sometimes we get into this mode of thinking that there are some things in life that like the pricing is all the same. It's just mm -hmm. who's the better marketer. But I, I found that with mortgages and refinancing and that kind of thing that it definitely pays to shop around. So yes. I'm glad that that's the great advice that you pass along to people because it was definitely helpful to me most recently, in fact. So that's very cool. All right, let's flip it around. Best advice you ever received about running a business because that's something that you, in addition to being a real estate agent, you're a business owner. So that's yeah. something, another element to this. Oh, yeah. That one's easy for me. You're only as good as the people you hire, number one. Okay, good. So all of my agents are representing me and my value proposition and my code of ethics and how I treat my clients and client care and whatnot, they're, you know, I'm only as good as the people I hire with my name and my brand out there. 
And then uh, profit profitability matters more than how many units you sell or, you know, profit matters, um, especially as a business owner, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Too, too much focus on, on revenue. And, and that should go for everybody's personal life, too. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's not just how much you make, but how much you spend in your personal finances. And it's really the same thing when you're running a business focus on on profit, not revenue. But I love your focus on the first thing you said there about about who you hire. It's I, about our clients. Yeah. 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 I asked uh, somebody recently a, a very similar question. And interestingly, their answer was almost the same as yours. They're a little bit different, but it focused on hiring. And they said, mm-hmm. slow, to hire, slow to hire, quick to fire. Quick to fire, yep. <laughs> I said, that slow sounds, to hire, quick to that fire. That sounds a little like shrewd and harsh. I said, yeah. Barbara Corcoran would be proud, you know. You'd, you'd belong <laughs> on the shark tank with that kind of mentality. They'd be proud of you. But it makes sense, though, because that's how you take care of your company. Really. It is. And it's it's interesting because we've got this big builder building our house. He has his project manager. And my husband and I think this project manager, he's just the best. He's a young kid in his 20s and he's just so fabulous. He knows what he's doing. He's respectful. He's quick. He listens. He answers his phone. And that's a perfect example. You know, we're not working with the builder directly, just as some of our sellers and buyers aren't working with me directly. But who they get that represents me and my company is is all that matters to the success of building happy clients for life. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Another piece of okay. advice that you receive. excited about that one. Sorry. Oh, no, I love it. I think it's great. Uh, what's the best piece of advice you ever received about marketing a home? Best advice I've ever received about marketing a home? Well, price and presentation. I know I say that a lot, but it really comes down to those two things. And as an industry expert, if we can take care of our sellers by pricing correctly for them and helping coach them on the presentation, whether it's the presentation of their home or how it's presented online or presented in marketing brochures or on Facebook, it really comes down to marketing is about price and presentation. So if you are wondering what the value of your home is when we talk about price and presentation, (laughs) um, you could start with a tool that we put together and all you do is text the word listing to the number 77222 and we will send you an idea of value of your home based on local comps. These aren't using the third party national sites. This is actually something that we've put together that uses the data from our local neighborhood MLSs and gives you an idea of value. It might be a great place to start if you're wondering, you know, on that price piece. Yeah, it's so important. A great first step for a lot of sellers. What's the first thing you want to know? Hey, how, how much would my home sell if I did that today? You know, what would I be looking at? Because then that starts to answer all your next questions of, all right, our new home, how much can we afford? Or whatever mm-hmm. may come after that. So it's a great opportunity to do that right now. And you can actually learn the value of your home by texting the word listing to the number 77222. Again, just text the word listing to the number 77222. We'll text you right back with a link to click on, put in your home information, and you can find out your home value just that easy. Again, text the word listing to the number 77222. I'm curious next, Colleen, what is the best piece of advice you ever received about negotiation, about negotiating? Oh, lots of advice. The best is probably win-win or no deal. Win-win or no deal. Win-win. It needs to be a win-win in negotiations or, or you know, if there's ego in the way and it's about $5,000, there's going to be no deal. We have to find a win-win. And I guess second would be integrity, just to do the right thing and put our clients first. 
I like that. That's easy and straightforward. I am picturing a little bit of like, a, you know, from The Office. Do you remember the episode where Michael is doing a conflict resolution? He's like, well, that would be, you can have a win-win, a win-lose, a win-win-win. Eve is helpful for the negotiator. Yeah. I'm, I'm picturing you as the, uh, you want the win-win-win for everybody. Win-win-win, yes. And, you know, sometimes when I'm stuck, you know, you've got a buyer or a seller and the other agent has the other side, the buyer or the seller. And they're just, they're stuck on something. And and it's like, how can, sometimes I have to objectionally look at this. And when I think about win-win or no deal, then it starts to come together. Like, are we going to let a deal die because we're $2,500 apart on some repair? Or are we going to be able to all kind of come together and make a win-win how is this oh but the buyer really loved that refrigerator would that be a win-win is the refrigerator comparable to the repair and and then we find it and we often find it if we just kind of think about how it could be the win so well it's a great point colleen and definitely makes a lot of sense so win-win or no deal from Keller Williams, Y4C2Ts and you know that's straight from negotiation training through my company so it doesn't matter where you get the good advice from, as long as yeah. it's good advice, right? <laughs> That's where I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right, let's go back to advice that you give. What's the best piece of advice that you give to clients about the physically moving to a new home you know, uh, oh boy. situation? Because oh I boy. feel like there's so much in the buying <laughs> process that when you actually get to the physical part of, okay, now uh-huh. we got to go move, like you're still needed. Your advice is still yeah. needed. <laughs> best advice is that deadline is not always a, a target we can hit. We, we try for it. So, you know, sometimes I'll be like, Colleen, I ordered the moving truck for five o'clock on Monday, the 29th. I'll be like, okay, that's great. You have that reservation, but that could move, you know, that target can move because there's so many moving parts at the very end. If you're buying a house that um, somebody's moving out of and they're buying something else, we've got that choo-choo train going on. If we've got a lender that's in place, that's uh, late to get uh, lender documents to the title company, that closing moves. So the best advice I give to my clients is understand that in the 11th hour, we can't always be certain that the closing day and the hour of of exchange of keys and everything is actually that. And sometimes we just kind of have to roll with what happens, even though we're all really trying to hold to the, that five o'clock transfer of keys. Yeah, that's a great point. We've uh, we had a little bit of that experience during our last home transaction, where it was we closing day. We had the U-Haul, I mean, everything ready to go, and then we got halfway through signing the paperwork, and they were like, "Uh oh." something something went wrong when those when the sellers were here they've got to come back but they had, but they didn't have a cell phone and they'd already <laughs> they'd already been driving off to their new location so they had to call the agent the agent had to try and find a way to get in touch with them so we we're just left in limbo and where the closing location was was not near the house so it wasn't like we could just pop back over to the house or go stage and kind of get ready so we just kind of drove around went and found lunch somewhere and like just trying to kill time yeah. but now it's like pushing like my wife's fam- uh, family was coming to help help us move. And so now they're just, you know, they're back up at the house, like, but they can't really go in there yet because we haven't technically bought it yet. Right. So mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody's just like in a holding pattern and, you know, luckily it all worked out, but we pushed our timeline back just a little bit and that made for a hectic end of the day. That's for sure. So sometimes there are little minor things like that, maybe, maybe bigger things too, but funny when those little things bubble up, do be prepared for them. So it's, even though you're physically moving, you're saying it's still a mental game. Be ready for some last minute changes. They happen every once in a while. Be flexible. Exactly. 
All right, last one, Colleen. What's the best piece of advice you ever received about communicating with clients? Mm, Communication is key. Um, I would say seek first to understand. Seek first to understand. Okay, I like that. Mm -hmm. Seek first to understand. And that is just one of my, that's in my motto for my business. Communication, seek first to understand. What is the person that's talking to me trying to say? And how am I hearing it and making sure I'm hearing it correctly? That's just communication 101. I do have this little thing that, um, and I received this from one of my coaches, Craig Rieger. And what he taught me was, it's kind of fun. So when I'm sitting with a couple that's selling their home and I say, hey, communication is very important. So tell me what communication means to you. And then I let them both share with me because sometimes you get a couple that just has different communication styles. And then it's kind of like a joke. Do you like to be text? Do you like to be emailed? Do you like me to email you and then text you that I emailed you? Do you want me to (laughs) text him and he can text you? You know, and it kind of makes it light, but it really is important to find out that's the best that I've received. That communication is usually the first thing that a client will complain about, right? Send me a wolf. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Text, email, call, fax, uh, you know, all the different ways. Yes. Uh, Yeah. So that's that's kind of how I handle that. But the best thing that I've learned is to make sure I understand what my clients are saying or I jump to any conclusion on what they mean. Seek first to understand. I like it. Mm -hmm. Great advice. Once again, thanks for joining us right here on the Keeping It Real Estate Show. We'll talk to you again next time. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.